0: hey everybody and welcome to the second episode of the curiosity network podcast yay so today i will be talking about my own podcasting journey this is kind of like a continuation to um the first episode but not really it's about my podcasting journey not about starting your podcast um i promise this will be the last episode at least for this season uh about podcasting um b- that's because i will. I've already wrote the script to the third episode, which is going to be Curiosity versus Perseverance, which are both Mars rovers, and I'm really excited about that episode. That's kind of like the first true episode, uh, which I actually had to do like a ton of research for. And um, yeah, um, I'm not going to confirm this, but I might even have a guest on for that episode. So stay tuned for that. Uh, That's going to be next week. I will walk you through early December to late September. Uh Yeah, you might be wondering about late late December. I've been telling you already that I have recorded my talk show since early De- December. Like, I'd, I'll tell you about it later. It started in the early days of September in 2021. I published my first ever episode, which was me reading the first chapter of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Um, It was going to be my brother, my little brother, because he has an awesome reading voice. Um, But it ended up being me. He didn't want to do it. So I recorded that in my closet on an iPhone 6 and I I did the same every day. I kid you not, I had to take like 8 takes before there was a usable take. Even then, the production quality of my podcast was horrible. Like something I picked up while recording was that paper books are not something you want. They make all sorts of paper noises and page turning noises. Um, Page turning noises were a big problem because the way I would still record is let's say I have an online copy of the book. I can read as many pages as I want without any paper noises or any sort of page turning noises. But if I but if I have a paper book, I would kind of be restricted to reading two pages or there would be like five second pause and I would have to continue reading. Um, of course, I can edit that out. But again, that's a lot of hassle. And at that time, um, I didn't use uh, Audacity. I used Anchor, which is not as good as audacity so yeah so there would be like a five second pause then i would continue reading so that's a tip from me to any of you who wanted to start a reading podcast if you don't have a pdf of, a, of the book take pictures and read them to be more efficient moving on for my podcast as i moved on into later into philosopher's Stone*, i learned to edit which was an essential skill learning to edit, cut my production time in almost in half. And I'm talking about anchors in built editor, which just allows you to split segments. So I'm not talking about like some fancy $150 editing software. Um, later on, um, I did start using Audacity, which I will talk about later, and it's free. When I was approaching the end of Philosopher's Stone, my views start to grow. I had like 10K views of all the episodes combined. And when I had 13 views, I asked my mother if I could have a microphone if I hit 10k views. At that time, I was like, if. So after a ton of research, I decided I will be getting the Samsung Q2U because that's what everybody recommended. And to be honest, it was pretty worth it. However, I do think it's just a tiny bit overhyped. I still recommend it. It's still a great microphone, but it is a bit overhyped. I mean, it's really a great quality product. It's built like a tank, but it might not be as Good sounding is, it's really good sounding, but it might not be as good sounding as people make it seem. So, if you ever get the QTU, to you, just keep in mind that it sounds and works really, really good. But as I said, it may be a little bit overhyped. But overall, it's a great microphone. So, I got that mic. I started grinding at this time. I finished the first book, The Philosopher's Stone, and begun the second book, The Chamber of Secrets. I initially saw a huge drop in new listeners. Well, that's because Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is the most famous book of all Harry Potter books. Any novice about the Harry Potter series probably knows it was the name of the first book, the Philosopher's Stone. So, of course, there were going to be a lot more searches for the first book. Um, Now, the quality of my podcast had gone up, but the views had gotten down. I was kind of disappointed. So, that's when I started writing scripts for the talk show. I also recorded the first season but made a huge mistake i didn't edit it i just left it in my anchor account and when i was finally went to edit it turned out my microphone had a problem the whole audio was basically unusable i will talk a little more about this later also my scripts maybe weren't the best and overall even if the recording hadn't been hadn't been uh, usable had been usable there was a high chance that I, I still would have redone it. The production cost just wasn't there. I, I was like paraphrasing sentences like... I, I paraphrased the sentence like five times and said it all over again. So even if even if the recording hadn't been unusable, I, I, I kind of would have just re-recorded because, you know, of the research I did later and then I just found out how stupid I was back then. I may still be a little stupid. So... I quickly got to work writing scripts and doing all that. Um, um Yeah, so it just so happened that my school work got really intense during this time. So I just took a month off and that was the 70% of audience loss I was talking about in the last episode. But after I got back to podcasting again, my microphone seemed to have a problem. It would introduce these static clicking noises like... In some, in some takes and not the others. And for some time, I didn't mind it because it didn't make a big difference. Well, it did, but I didn't know it made a big difference. But after like two weeks of this, of the mic just completely stopped working. And Samson, being Samson, refused to do anything about it. They make great products, but their warranty is terrible. But still, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and think it was it was a one-time thing. And it was my fault because... The microphone didn't have that problem from the beginning. We did get it replaced, but we bought it through Amazon and they agreed to replace it even though the warranty was through Samsung and not them, Amazon's great. So that's a pro tip, buy it through a reputable store. In case of defects, they will replace it for you cause Samsung probably won't. However, this time I also ordered a boom arm and pop filter just for the ease of use. However, you don't need it, I used it for two months without a boom arm and it was perfect. I mean, almost perfect. If you are deterred by this problem, look at the Audio Technica ATR 2100X. It's $40 more, but it's the same exact thing if you if you want it. And maybe even if the Samsung Q2 is not available to you. Um, moving back to my podcast, by this time, I've started the third book of Harry Potter, which is The Prisoner of Azkaban, my podcast has also grown since then it's it is still in the top 10% of podcast now let's talk about microphones a dynamic microphone or a condenser microphone there are two main kinds a dynamic microphone is better for picking up only your voice and they generally have a tighter polar pattern um this from my experience i've n- I, I don't know like what i'm talking about but this is from my experience um i've seen that like out of the condenser and uh, dynamics I've used, I've not used many, but out of the ones I have used, I've seen that dy- that con- that um, dynamic microphones with a, yeah, cardioid polar pattern. So, um, I've seen that even though um, condenser and a, dyna- um, a mic, Both mics may have the same uh, polar pattern. I'm talking about specific microphones. I've seen that dynamics generally have a tighter polar pattern. And maybe a little bit of uh, um, uh, an amplified proximity effect. Which is if you go far away from the microphone, my voice sounds very light. And if I come really close to the microphone, my voice sounds really deep. So I've seen that condensers may have a little bit of a not less amplified proximity effect and a little bit of a wider polar pattern again i may be wrong i don't know uh, what i'm talking about um, also i've seen that condensers pick up a lot of background noise I, that's probably because of that uh, wider polar pattern but uh, from the condensers i have used which are probably which um, are not mine um, I've seen that they pick up a ton of background noise. If I like put my hand on the desk or um do anything, um maybe even like type on a keyboard which on my laptop's keyboard which is not very loud, they pick up every single keystroke. So let's so right now, let's let's see this. I'm typing on my laptop. I'm pretty sure you can't hear it, but even if you can, you could probably hear it. Uh, you probably can't hear it, but if you can, it's very, very light. Um, but on a condenser, you could totally hear this. Uh, like I've I've tested it for myself on cardioid condenser mics. They probably just would pick this up really good. It might be because my my sensitivity was maybe very high. But again, in my experience, they just do that. So when you're using an XLR microphone, you need an interface. In fact, any XLR microphone needs an interface. That's just the reason I recommend an. I do not recommend an interface, uh, an XLR microphone to all beginners because um, an interface wouldn't be the logical thing. I recommend USB microphones to all beginners Um, because interface is one. um, They are just too complicated. You may not know a lot about gain and it adds another piece of equipment. It's no longer as compact as it used to be. You can throw around the Samsung Q2U in your bag, uh, go wherever you want, and you you'll be fine. You would get awesome audio quality, but um, let's say you have an interface. Now you need um, another cable, an XLR cable, um, a USB cable. Um, you need a whole interface. You need so many things. It's ju- just not worth it. So I recommend USB microphones. I but I do not recommend the Blue Yeti. It's a condenser microphone, and um, it's just over. It's a little overpriced for what it is. Um, but I do not have that opinion about the Samsung. I think it's fairly priced for what it is. So that's the reason I recommend dynamic USB microphones to all beginners, because you're not going to have a sound treat, you're not going to have a sound treated room and also an interface for an XLR microphone. You're not going to get the best quality, um, XLR microphone, um, not XLR microphone interface for like 60 or $70. You, maybe you can get this um, Behringer UMC22, which again, it's it's fine, it's fine quality for how much it costs, but again, it's not the best quality interface, and it's probably going to degrade your audio a, a teeny bit. Um, um, XLR, dynamic and condenser microphones, that's where a whole other thing, and trust me you do not want to use an xlr to usb cable those are e-based i've seen so many horror stories about them them ruin the ruining the microphone ruining the laptop um blow, i've seen one ca- i've heard a, a story about one catching on fire um and yeah you might not have as much control using um a usb microphone because you might not have those gain settings but get, but again if you use something like audacity um you can do it all in post. Um, It's okay. And if you want to use it for like something like calls or live streams, um, it may be even more complicated using an XLR microphone than a USB microphone. So again, um, yeah, just go with USB if you're a beginner. Um, If you are willing to invest a bit of money into your um, setup, maybe go with um, some, a decent interface like the a Focusrite Scarlet 2i2 solo or like second any any one of those. A uh, Focusrite makes decent interfaces. The, their Scarlet 2i2 line is pretty good. Um, I, I personally used one before and I was kind of impressed by the build quality. Um, but again, if you're using a condenser microphone, you're gonna need phantom power. Um, you're gonna need a power supply if if you're using an XLR microphone. Um, so so yeah, again, uh, for a beginner, just stay away from XLR microphones for at least a little bit because it's going to be a bit complicated and it, it might even deter you from podcasting because it's going to give you a little bit of a negative experience. Um, I don't, moving on, um, let's discuss our last point, which is writing scripts. I don't really have so much to say about this, but, but when you have an application, when you need a script, there are a couple of things to keep in mind when writing one. First things first. If if your script has a language that you do, wouldn't normally speak in, like "Hey bro, hey bros, what's up?" and welcome to my podcast, it's it's a language I wouldn't really speak. So I might be a little bit, um, let's just say, awkward. It might be an awkward experience for you. It might be an awkward experience for um, your audience, maybe even your editor. Also, uh, so that's why I don't really get my scripts written by anyone. Um, you can also use the script for direction and not read off of it in case uh, somebody, writes, somebody else writes your script for this. Um, that's the reason um, for most of this episode, I did not read the script. I talked, even though I wrote it, um, I did not, um, I did not, even though I wrote it, I did not directly read off of it. I just saw what I wrote about and then I said it in my own words. This uh, made my voice, uh, this made me a lot more comfortable talking. Uh, um, it's going to show my personality more. It's just uh, better. Um, last thing about scripts, this is actually about reading them. Um, it might seem a little bit of common sense, but many podcasters and YouTubers just read off of scripts like a robot. Like I've seen it many times. And that c- kind of can be a li- limiting factor for many people um, because it's very important um, to um like give expression while you're reading. Um so um even if you are reading off of a script, make sure to give expressions and that's worth more than audio quality or if you have a video podcast video or anything else. Your expressions and your connection with your audience is gonna be worth way more and you're gonna be able to build a larger following. Um, being yourself um in certain cases of course Um, and, uh, that also depends if you're not a very good person then probably don't be yourself on your podcast. Oh no. What did I, what did I just say? Just, just be yourself. And, um, um, it should not seem like you're reading off of a script. Um, if it seems like you're reading off of a script or it's obvious you're reading off of a script, um, you're, you're not doing it right. Because, um, if you read off of a script, many people might not be able to bond with you and uh, they might not feel that connection so and they might not stick around to your podcast um that's probably the reason so many people listen to joe rogan because he doesn't read off of scripts he just speaks what he wants to speak and that's what probably a lot of people like about him um again this is probably um yeah so that was a that was the last point about writing scripts um before i go i would like to announce one thing that yes my podcast uh harry potter uh, and the prisoner of azkaban will be going on a hiatus after um the book's done um i might not as you probably know i haven't been uploading a lot recently like i usually upload daily but it's been a couple of days since i uploaded at the time of the recording um that's because i just don't have time it was christmas and, um, I had a ton of schoolwork and uh, also a ton of and also some other stuff. so my podcast, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, will be going on a hiatus at least for the whole twenty twenty two um that's as you know, I already said uh, that's because of um that's because of uh me just not having time, and also, I don't wanna get copyright striked because the podcast is starting to become pretty big. Um, so I might get copyright striked yeah that's the end of this episode I will see you next Saturday goodbye and if you're not listening to this on Saturday I'm sorry but I'll see you whenever next time whenever you're listening to this podcast goodbye